You are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. That's a definition of a good-looking person, always looking for and finding the good in life. And you've done that purposely because you've consciously, conscientiously tuned into the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore, for one reason and one reason only. It's the best reason in the whole world because you care the most, the entire world, about you. Y-O-U. And that's great because when you become the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony, create more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And you know at this very moment, well, you don't know, but I'm going to tell you, you are joined by approximately 368,000 people around the world. And by the time we bring on our amazing guests, uh, this guy is really going to shake you up for good. Darren Starwin. And before we bring him on, we'll have over 375,000 people around the world. And we urge you, as I do, to share this with five people. That's it, just five. You want to share with 50 or 100, it's up to you. But at least five, so we'll be able to touch over a million and a half people. And I am deeply humbled and honored that every week you're telling your family and friends about the show, and we're bringing in an extra five, 10, sometimes 20,000 people every week that listen, because you know, in this show, we deal with the three fundamentals of life. And when you observe these three fundamentals, the result is you'll be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? The first fundamental of life, of course, is life. Your life has purpose. When you lead a purpose-driven life, number two happens. In this case, a good number two. You go MAD. Now, MAD is a wonderful acronym. It stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life. You make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental is to unlock the power and the secret of everyday words and terms. Simple example. Right now, this show is being carried over the internet, and people all over the world are able to listen. Now, if you ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? Invariably, it has to do with the internet. Now, factually speaking, they're correct. However, in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. <laughs> and what is the word, right? W-H-A-T-A. What a wonderful world. Of course, the tip of the hat and the Big thank you, Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling that song to go viral and touch not just millions and tens of millions, hundreds of millions, billions of people around the planet. And if you really want to understand life, you know that when you hear the opening bars of that great song, what a wonderful world, what do you do right away? You can't help it, you smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words you could ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. That's right, seeing miracles in life every day. Now, recently I gave a talk and we had 1,172 people in the audience and I'm talking about the story of Barry Shore and hugging and bringing lots of energy and such like that. And I'm talking about seeing miracles in life every day. And some people raise their hand and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours. I haven't seen any miracles. I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? 
Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can barely do that. Can you, do you have water to drink? Do you have food to eat? Do you have a place to sleep? Do you have family or friends? Every single one of those is a miracle. And what's the proof? Simplest proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching or listening, you didn't. Therefore, you have an obligation to live life to the full, to live exuberantly. So I'm going to tell you a quick story. It's about me. Imagine, if you can, standing up in the morning, completely healthy and hearty, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed from the neck down. It was not a spinal injury. It was not an automobile accident. It was a rare disease, which I never heard of the day before, took over my body and rendered me what's called a quadriplegic. Nothing in my body moved from my neck down. I could only communicate by blinking my eyes. I was 144 days in the hospital, two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over by myself. I was in a wheelchair for four years. I had braces on both my legs, my hips, my ankles, and that was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand. So I'm a tripod, not a biped. I can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. And I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice, positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, all because of this one word, smile, seeing miracles in life every day. I got to tell you a quick story. <laughs> My eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago. She says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile? S-M-I-E-L. I thought about smile. Smile sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. Out of the mouth of an eight-year-old. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world that she wants to live in. Create is a fabulous uh, acronym that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. We're going to talk about rethinking. We call it a shift in perspective. And when we talk about shift, you got to be effing careful with your Fs to make sure they're in place. Otherwise, the other stuff happens. You want to shift your perspective just ever so slightly. And what happens, you'll be able to internalize, utilize, and leverage the six most important words you'll ever hear in your life. And they are choice, not chance determines your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond to any given situation will enable you to show the path and the trajectory of your life. Now, before we bring on wonderful Darren, I'm going to warn everybody in advance. I do, I do use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word. I do it for the shock value, and it's fun. Now, of course, the four-letter words that we use, because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant are love, life, hope, Free, gift, play, pray, swim, grow. And the full letter F-U word is fun. Fun, yes. F-U, capital N, capital N. Now, I know some people in the audience raising their hands, say, hey, Barry Shaw, Barry Shaw, fun's only spelled with three letters. Not in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, letter. Fun is spelled F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, we see a family of friends. I want you to have a twinkle in your eye, a smile on your face. Remember that stands for, point your finger and say, F-U, everybody. I say, what are you talking about? Where'd you get that? I said, I listen to Barry Shore and the joy of living. He wants to teach the world to F you, capital N, capital N. It's a good way to start a conversation. What did you learn? And then we'll talk about what you what you learned with Darren and how you're going to shift your perspective. Now, before we bring on Darren, I'm going to urge everybody, everybody, I want you to use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day from now and the rest of your life because it will make you happier, healthier, and wealthier. And these two words, of course, are thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank stands for to harmonize and nurture kindness. 
to harmonize and nurture kindness. Imagine you walk into your coffee shop and you say, order your fancy latte. You sit down, somebody brings you, you say, thank you. you. Walk in the coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, you sit down, and nobody brings it. A couple minutes go by, you go to the counter and say, I'm sorry, we forgot, we're busy, we'll bring it. You sit down, another minute goes by, somebody brings you, you still say, thank you. You're walking out the coffee shop, it's raining out, somebody opens the door open for you. You say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop. Somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're in traffic. You're late for an appointment. And somebody cuts you off. You say, that's right, thank you. Get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you to harmonize and nurture kindness. Kind is a fabulous acronym. It stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of anyone, anyone that inspires noble noble deeds more than my dear friend and wonderful flower of life being. Wonderful Darren Starwin. Darren, please say hello to 378,722 people. Whoa. Around the world. Well, hello, all you people that are out there. Just so glad to connect with you. And may you be blessed today. And connect we shall. Thank you, Darren, for being here today. It is absolutely a delight and a pleasure. Now, I'll tell everybody, if I start sharing with you all the things that Darren does, has done, and will do in the world, it will take up the rest of the, of the show. But I will tell you three wonderful data points. Number one, he is what we call a quantum catalyst, QC. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Uh, he's also the author of four groundbreaking books best-selling books about awakening the avatar within you. And he loves hiking and writing and creating original music because yes. music is one of the essential aspects of living well in the world. But we'll kind of just jump right in, Darren. And first of all, say a huge thank you for being here. And let's just start with a great question, which I've been wanting to ask you. So here it is. How does one transform oneself from what we'll call a muggle <laughs> to a magician? <laughs> Thank you. That's the best question you could ask me. Well, how does one do that? By the way, I just want to share everybody, people who've been listening to us for a while, uh, know that on this show, we really don't dabble in information because information is readily available on the internet. And sometimes information overload, right? We don't even deal in inspiration, even though Barry Shore is so inspirational and our guests are inspirational. We are focused on the T word. It's all about transformation. So I'm just so happy, Darren, that you're here to discuss. Let's talk about transformation. Thank you so much for bringing that up. And thank you for inviting me, Barry. It's really an honor to be here with you. Um, and. You know, what you, I want to say one thing you said before about the four-letter words. Can I say something about that? Please, F. By the way, Darren, when was the last time somebody said F you to you and you laughed? Um, probably been at least three months. <laughs> <laughs> I had a professional comedian living with me here for a while, so that we heard a lot of things there. Right. Um, basically, when, when my daughter was young and she was in nursery school and she was learning some of these four-letter words and she was saying them to me, I said, you know something, my daughter? It's okay to say those four-letter words. There's one four-letter word I want you to never say, though, and that's can't. 
Just, as long as you don't say that one, you can say the other ones. That's okay. Very that good. Very good. Now, Kant, for anybody who doesn't understand, Kant is, is having to do with horseback riding, except that Darren wants you to understand that there's an apostrophe in there, in the Kant. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. Um, very good. As far as that question, that wonderful question you asked me about how somebody can transform from a muggle to a magician. What I have found out, which is very interesting, is that you, you're right. We don't need to learn anything new. You don't need to necessarily be on a spiritual path. You don't need to be more loving. You know, It's really none of those things. It's about removing whatever you've had in the way of being who you already are. And that's, that's the taboo. There's been a taboo against that in our culture. The taboo against knowing who you really are is the deepest fear that is hardwired into our nervous system. Like, like it's okay to be more new age or to be, you know, more um, aware of spirituality or do good acts or things like this, or talk about conspiracy theories that you believe, whatever, those are okay. But to truly know who you are beyond the mind is terrifying to most of us. So an avatar is somebody, or a magician is somebody who actually has dared to know themselves beyond those programmed limitations. So I... I'm so happy that you're here today. I've been really looking forward to our discussion. And part of it is because you are a magician. And I think that what most people don't recognize is that they are, in essence, magicians. Mm -hmm. In other words, magic, yeah. by definition, is part of the human experience. Every single being is magical, a magician is fear is capable, as you said. It's more about removing obstacles to allow the the light to shine forth. Is that fair to say? Yeah, totally. Um, these obstacles, like there's there was a book I read back in a long time ago by Richard Ferrania called "I've Been Down So Long It Seems Like Up to Me." Yeah, so it, was, it was great. I know. All, it was one of the best titles that ever existed because we, we all know it. We all can say it. And by the same token, it's uh, yeah, it was a it was a seminal book when when I was younger. Yeah. And so just the title of that book, Been Down So Long, is that it's become our new normal to feel sort of demagicated, like have our magic taken away <laughs> and just be in this sort of like you know, what I call like th th third dimensional consciousness where everything has to take effort. You have to push the boulder up the mountain. You have to, and there's so much fear and limitation and competition and, 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 and a lot of self-doubt. Like the people that I work with who are light workers, who are very you know, advanced healers and health practitioners and so on, a lot of them are so powerful, but they still have a lot of self-doubt because we're programmed to have it, to dumb us down so that we don't step into our power. And what I've seen is that it it takes the, the magic is to simply come back to yourself and actually free yourself from what I've actually liked the term the slave self. It's a part that's programmed into us so that we will stay in that level of denial of our true self. And this, this is really wonderful because I'm, I'm making everybody aware. Everything you want to know about Darren is going to be available at my website, barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com. You don't have to write anything down. I mean, matter of fact, I, I don't want you to write anything down. Okay. I, want, <laughs> I want people to experience you. 
See, really, one of the most important things that I learned from a man named Jim Rohn and his student, who is Tony Robbins, and I learned from Jim and uh, many, many decades ago, actually, and it was all about don't write things down because that will cause a block in the experience. You want to experience this and then go back and listen to it again because that's why we record this. We record it so that people can actually come and take that snippet and listen to it again. So I want to make everybody aware that one of the things that Darren does, he, as he said, he works with light workers. Did you hear that? Light workers, L-I-G-H-T, people who understand that that's what they live with and work with in the world. Just like some people use clay to create a pot, people are able to use light to create greater awareness, awaken the, the, the power within, as Tony Robbins would say, or as we say, light workers are those people who are, can literally, literally touch you either figuratively with the finger or with a word, with a smile, with a, a song, which you do very nicely, and lift you to that next place. And we're talking about a simple shift. We're not talking about huge things where you have to leap off a mountain into the, you know, into a thousand feet below. We're talking about a half a millimeter to your right. And then you're into a different light. So I'd like you to speak a little bit more about the T word. What does transformation really look like, Darren? Yes. Well, you know, when you said the word light worker, there's two forms of the work that light workers do. One is what you mentioned, touching other people and helping to create miracles and being a catalyst. See, I love the word catalyst because we're not here. No, none of us are healing anybody else. We all have the master healer inside of ourselves. But we can be a catalyst so that somebody else gets sparked or inspired to get in touch with that master healer within themselves. And, and the, I feel like the other side of being a light worker is having to do your own inner work. Because like I've had some, I grew up with some very heavy, painful, kind of depressive emotions. And yet I had nice parents that did not abuse <laughs> me. And I was like, what gives? Why is this? Why did I grow up like so burdened? And eventually, I, after doing my inner work, I realized that I was literally carrying the agony of my ancestors who perished in the concentration camps, you know, a couple of generations ago. Like somehow I made a soul agreement to carry some of that, to try to heal some of that. And nobody explained it to me. I just went, why do I feel like crap so much of the time? And eventually... I had to come to terms with that, that there's something inside of each one of us, like most, I bet most people listening to this broadcast have done a lot of inner healing already. I mean, if you're listening to Barry Shore, you must already be doing a lot of inner healing <laughs> around this guy, and his, what he brings. Um, and yet there's usually, there seems to be one part of our psyche that is much harder to heal. Like you try all these things, you go to so many people and you spend so much money on all these workshops and healings and studies and whatever it is, and yet that part is so resistant. What I have found is that the truest magic is when you have the courage to go within and bring your love and light to that most resistant part that you volunteer to heal, not just for yourself, but for humanity. It's like, I feel like each one of us is a certain piece of the puzzle that we have made an agreement to, to, to clear and to heal. And the magic is when you finally accept that and really go into that assignment. 
I call it I'm telling Darren, I'm telling you something. I am expanding just listening to you. <laughs> it's, this is so look at that. that if you're not seeing this you're missing out on something if you listen yeah. to it, it's great but if you're not seeing that beatific bountiful beneficent smile on his face you're missing something now i will say to everybody we have sponsors that love the show and we vet them we would not have them on if we didn't urge you to consider using their products so we're going to do a brief break be right back with more wonderful darren starwin on the other side of this break don't go away be right back with this brief message what if you could shop at your favorite local stores, swipe your current credit card and get extra cashback rewards? And what if you could also have donations sent to your favorite cause at no extra cost to you? What if this amazing program was absolutely free and very simple to set up? Well, what if is here. Welcome to Einstein Cares, where your everyday shopping gives you and your favorite cause extra money. It's fast, it's easy and effortless. Good day, beautiful, bounce with beloved immortal beings and good looking people. Maybe you're good looking, so I was looking for finding the good. Our cup runneth over with good. It's a human being, maybe not. He's a human being named Darren Starwin. He is a light worker. He's also a person who, what I call, he's a hog. What is a hog? He's a person who does heart opening gatherings. You hear that? Heart opening gatherings so you're a hog wonderful darren so i'd like we just left us talking about transformation and and moving into the magic of life and the quantum leap forward so let's talk about what you do in your hog world of heart opening gatherings and and talking about what the quantum acceleration is really about yes and before i answer that question i want to say that what Barry and I are sharing beyond our words is what I call your divine transmission. Your trans It's like this is a certain note of the cosmic symphony or a certain part of God, as you might call it, that your job is to broadcast it. And to, that's your transmission. And Barry has a powerful transmission that I've been feeling ever since I met this guy, that he is just coming through him. And I have a somewhat different transmission. We all have our and you have a different transmission. So. Um, so in answer to the question, what happens at these heart opening gatherings? We just had one three weeks ago. That was a four day retreat at a place called Land of Medicine Buddha near Santa Cruz, California. Ooh, and, first um, of all, Santa Cruz. Talk about woo woo and the mystery spot and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, all that good stuff, right? And the the drummers on the on the main street and all the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so. There was about 20 people there. Most of them are healthcare professionals and acupuncturists and you know healers and coaches and so on. And just before I came onto your broadcast, Barry, I was editing. People gave me these testimonial videos for what they experienced. And they literally kept using the word magic, magic, miracle. I didn't prompt them to say these things. And these are people, some of these people came very doubtful what would happen. What what I feel what happened is that when you have a group of people that are acting as light workers with each other or you can use a different word if you don't like that word 
And there's a quantum field, which is something that exists, that all creation comes from this quantum field. Like everything originates from this quantum field. And even quantum physicists will tell you this. And everything goes back to that field. So I found that when a group of people get together with that intention, with the right support, um, that quantum field becomes very present in your nervous system, like in your feelings and your emotions. And people just have these much more rapid kind of breakthroughs and shifts and aha moments than they get, you know, in other places. And that particular one was the most powerful event I've ever participated in just three weeks ago. So what happened there is that I, you know, I, I had a place where I was teaching. I stepped away from there about more than half the time. And I put other people up there. I said, you go there and be the teacher. And people go, what, me? You know, I said, yes, just let your transmission come through. Just get past your fear and share your, and people shared things they never knew they could share. So to me, it's not, uh, these hard opening gatherings, not about me standing up pontificating and teaching. That's a small part of it. Most of it is giving other people the platform to bring through their miracle avatar self when they didn't think they could. It's, it's especially beautiful you mentioned this because this whole process of the sage from the stage. Yeah, right. Yeah, we know about that one, right? Yeah, well, that used to be, you know, that was the 70s and 80s, even some of the 90s of the idea of professorial discussion. And wasn't discussion. It was really somebody giving over information and somebody else absorbing it or writing it down. And it was not an experience. It was a one-way communication. Mm -hmm. I believe what you are discussing, Darren, and what's really happening, and I can feel it right now amongst people. We have, thank God, listeners all over the world. In, in some of the more interesting remote countries, you'd be amazed at places that people listen to us and are they, they come and they tune in purposely consciously and conscientiously for what they're you're what you're sharing right now now share is a great acronym by the way that stands for spreading happiness and rejuvenating energy Ooh, you, have, you have more great acronyms than anyone i know Barry. You know, so that's what you're doing right now you're you're creating that that channel of goodness a cog we call it like you said the puzzle piece everybody's a puzzle piece a cog a channel of goodness a child of god and when you recognize that and that is recognition we all have that cognition when you recognition that then you become real you can allow the light to come through as you said you had wonderful parents and yet you had all this stuff that was piled up okay well people have baggage so one of the things that I especially like about you and what you're talking about and the QT, quantum and transformation, quantum transformation, QT, is that it's accessible to every human being. Yes. Doesn't matter what conditions you are physically living in at the moment. And some people, let's be very blunt, some people live in very oppressive societies and some people live in very permissive societies. And it's bizarre to say this, but sometimes the more permissive the society, the less capable one has of opening up and being honest and have light come in. It's the same on an oppressive one. It's a continuum that doesn't allow to have what you said to come through. And I'm just so honored and humbled that you're, you're sharing with us today what is really the essence of what you do. Uh, I want to tell you and everybody that's listening something that we've experienced many times on our show because it's called the joy of living, not called the joy of living. 
And joy is a wonderful acronym, wonderful Darren, that stands for journey of you. Okay. Journey Isn't that beautiful? You. Isn't that yeah. what the essence of joy is? The journey of you. So I would like you to share with us something that happened. You said something that happened to you in just the past three weeks. Something unique to you, if you'd be kind enough to share it, maybe very personal, but I'd like you to do it anyway, that people can say, oh, if he's willing to share that, I'm willing to share this about me. In other words, talking to oneself. Could Would you be willing to do that? Yes, I believe it would be transparent. Uh, I've, I've found something in me that I would call a gap, which is very kind of painful and humiliating. And what it is is that I've, you know, you said published four books. I've been doing things that have been successful, helping other people for decades and, you know, invented some medical devices, wrote all these books, all this stuff. And yet I could feel a part of me that wasn't there, that wasn't in, in um, harmony with that. And uh, what, how, the way that manifested a lot was it kept me awake at night a lot. Like it made it harder for me to sleep at night. And I did a lot of inner work and I found out that, you know, it went back to some of these old things that were not nothing to do with my present life that was in my subconscious mind. And so finally, there was a point a while back where I just got inspired. I said, you know, I've got to face this stuff. And I was at that point, I was still kind of dependent on taking medications to help me sleep. And so I just stopped using them and faced a lot of very challenging things at night. Like all these things came up that were, that I normally, you know, during the daytime, I don't have to think about or anything like that. And I was so determined that I am, it's not only for me that I'm doing this, but I know that for me to even reach my full potential as a, as a, as somebody who can help others, I need to face my own shadow. And so I spent a while dealing with this and then a lot of prayer, a lot of um, surrender, you know, a lot of, different agonizing feelings but what i found is the more i did this the more this energy that i called the comforter it's like this energy of this holy spirit just started coming and comforting that part of me and making it easier to sleep without those other things and then finally got to a point where i just felt a greater ease and i i feel like i've faced my most difficult issue at least so far and and by doing that i want to unpack something here Because you have just done something which I believe is not usual on an interview, we'll call it. It's a podcast. This is far more of a conversation than an interview, per se. And yet you've done something that I believe is going to help many people that are listening. Many. Because you are the man, like you said. Hey, I've written four books. I've built uh, unique machines. I teach thousands of people. I do. I'm a hog. Everybody, everybody has their own unique aspect that must be touched to yes. find your inner angel. And that angel, as you just you described it, is your own light worker. Bring and you wanted to bring the light to you to be able to give you which you deserved, which is sleep. Sleep is what I call the miracle cure. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more gracious, more beneficial than sleep at the end of a fully dedicated day. 
Right. Because you're right. During the day, one of the things that happen, I'm quoting you, is that we can, in quotation marks, avoid stuff. <laughs> right? Because I'm busy. And the busyness of the day enables one to avoid the real issues of, well, who am I and why am I here? What am I going to do about it? Those three big W's. Right. And when you are involved in the process of avoidance, even on a subconscious level, well, that comes out at night when you want to go to sleep. Right. Because sleep is to be tranquil. It's to be is to enable the subconscious to be soothing yeah. and loving. And am I correct when I'm saying these things? I'm again, I'm speaking. You're the you're the doctor. I'm asking. Yeah. Well, there's we have male and female parts of our psyche called yin and yang. So I used to be in Chinese medicine. I was an acupuncturist for a long, long time. And the acupuncturists talk about the yin and the yang energies. When they're more or less in balance, you feel healthy and vital and in good shape. When they're out of balance, we have various kinds of chronic issues. So sleep is the yin energy. It's like the, the the softer, like letting go, more feminine energy that you let go into. And then all the things we do that are more active are more the yang energy. And it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man or what your gender is. We all have all these different poles, parts of ourselves. So yeah, so if there's, when there's, so that the, the lack of trusting the feminine energy can often lead to difficulty sleeping and like letting go, surrendering at night. So that's that's one of the things that you know, many people go through and that I've been through. And I'm happy to say I'm doing a whole lot better now. And it and it came from being willing to face something that I was avoiding, you know, to be honest. And, and here's something very interesting about that is that I believe, and this is in my book, Awakening the Avatar Within, it's talked about here. Again, well. everything is available at barryshaw.com. Yeah. Everything you want to know about Darren is available at barryshaw.com. Go there. You'll love it. There's so many resources. There's one chapter called Your Assignment of Love, and it's saying that before you were born, your soul actually chose an assignment of something that would bring greater love and betterment and healing to the human race. And what that meant is experiencing something that people find is very difficult in bringing your love and all your divine blessings and grace to it. But then when we're born, we forget we made that agreement and say, why is this stuff happening to me? And and then but, but as you as you gather your superpowers and your and you activate more of the abilities you have and you actually face those things, then you are able to make your greatest contribution. And then the miracle, then you're a miracle worker. So that's the way I see it. It's like you do your inner work, you do your assignment of love, and then the, the superpowers are given to you to, to be a miracle worker. And again, I want to emphasize something that you have brought out. Everybody, every single person listening, and again, share this with five people, so I have a million and a half people, yeah. maybe more. Every single person is able to do that which Darren is sharing with us. Now, Darren is telling us, hey, I was an acupuncturist. In other words, doctor, I did all these things. And I still needed to face that process of the yin at night because I was not sleeping well enough. In other words, there, were, there was turmoil. And the ability to iron out the turmoil and to be smooth and loving and giving and, and let the subconscious work on the conscious so that your power 
can be revealed. We, we, work, we work with what we call the four Ps, positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant. When you can be positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, guess what happens? You now become the best you. And that's really what this is about. Darren's a great guy. Barry Shaw, wow, I love him. It doesn't matter. It's not about us. It's about you, <laughs> you being the best you. So that's why I'm so appreciative, Darren, of you opening up your kimono and sharing with us that as the doctor, as the author, as the leader, the head hog, that everybody faces. And when you face it, that's one of the great acronyms of fear. Face everything and rise up. Yeah. That's the genius. It's not the fear of trembling. It's facing everything and rising up. Right. Well, I'm, I'm especially appreciative of this. I want to begin uh, a process now because time comes slowly, I mean, too quickly for us to cause a, a show. But I want to speak something to you about an idea that I've been following you on and, and really am enamored of. It's called the flower of life leadership yes. model. And um, who doesn't like flowers? So I want, let's begin the process of unfolding the flower of life leadership model. Begin to speak about it, if you would. Oh, thank you for bringing that up, Barry. Yes, there's a word called sovereignty, which is very important. Sovereignty means when you are in your own power, you're not you're, you're, your own powers within yourself, your own power of choice and self-responsibility and being yourself. And I call that standing in the center of your own circle. So the flower of life starts with just one circle. Like the, it's like the ovum of your mother's, you know, ovum that you were conceived in at one point. And when you're fully just standing in your own circle and saying, I am here, I am me, and I'm choosing to fully fulfill what I am, not to please other people or to fulfill their expectations, just because this is what's coming through me, that's your, your transmission, then that's the beginning of the flower of life. And now the image of the flower of life, you'll see six other circles that overlap that one circle that you're in. So the, what I've understood about leadership is that, see, there's an old top-down leadership paradigm in our world that is has to die off now where there's hierarchies there's the top dog or the the big gorilla who runs things and then there are henchmen underneath that and then various you know trees of the hierarchy and so that lends itself to a lot of corruption and misuse of power and misuse of money misuse of resources and concentration of wealth in the hands of a small number and all those things we know about the flower of life is the opposite. Everybody's on the same level. Like in other words, when you're in the center of your own circle, expressing yourself, six people show up in these overlapping circles to come and support you. If they just show up, I think we've all seen that. When you fully stand for something, people will show up to support you or mentor you or you know, give you some advice or whatever it is. And then as you become ready to share what you are here to do, these other circles show up, which is called clients. And these are people that just show up by universal law. They will show up in order to partake of what you have to offer. And then if you look at an image of the flower of life, it's an infinite number of circles that are overlapping, moving out from there. And each person is equal to everyone else, as opposed to that hierarchical old top down. So I'm very excited about this. I teach this in my, my groups and I practice it myself as much as I can, is that we have to first choose sovereignty and the courage to be ourself. And then from that point, 
all these relationships of the flower life by universal law come to you. So I want to unpack two things here because yeah. it is it is vital, not just important. It's vital. In other words, it gives vitality, gives life. Yes. Okay. It's called the law of attraction. You're going to like this a lot, I think, wonderful Darren. Law is a fabulous acronym that stands for love and wisdom. That's what love law and is. Wisdom. Okay. Love and wisdom. Because people think law, oh my gosh, you know, the police thing. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh, I'm going to get it. And it's the opposite. It's the hello, we're here to help you. We're here to support you again, because law is love and wisdom. And when you are the sovereign of your own inner circle, by definition, you must attract. It's not just, gee, will it happen? It must happen. It's a law. Law is built on love and wisdom. Now, speaking of love and wisdom, again, we have sponsors that love us, we love them, and we urge you to consider uh, patronizing. So we'll be right back after this brief message. Don't go away. There's more of this lightsaber night of the night coming back. Darren Star, we're going to be right back after this brief message. Don't go away. Opportunity. What an opportunity. I'm going to use two four-letter words right now. Free gift. Free gift. Yes, you can have a copy of my best-selling book, The Joy of Living, How to Slay Stress and Be Happy, the ebook version for absolutely free. All you have to do is send an email to me, Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at barryshore.com, and in the heading, the subject line, just write, free gift. <laughs> it's as easy as that. This is a life changing life enhancing opportunity barry at barryshore.com you'll be glad you did thank you thank you thank you free gift do it now take the action make it happen right now best wishes bye good day beautiful bountiful beloved immortal beings and good looking people maybe good looking she always looking for and finding the good and we're in the midst of goodness with a man named darren starwin and he's been sharing with us because he's a hog he's a person i love this he's a person who does heart opening gatherings and we're doing one one right now by the way this is a heart-opening gathering right. right now. Yes, you're in the midst of it, and you are the sovereign of your own flower of life leadership. And I want everybody to, to feel that power within. Again, just go to barryshore.com, and you can begin to access all kinds of things that Darren brings to the world. And it's, it's accessible by everybody in the world. That's the power here. That's the genius. There is no such thing as a geographical assignment. There is no such thing as a family assignment. Every single human being on the planet has access to the same abilities. It is all understanding that you are the light within. Uh, I'm going to share something with you, wonderful Darren, right now that I think will raise an eyebrow and I think you're going to enjoy a lot. And then I'm going to ask you to comment on it. Okay, are you ready? ready. So people oftentimes look at this garden of these things and they call them flowers. I'm going to share with you a shift in perspective. So if I ask you, wonderful Darren, how do you pronounce two letters? L-O. How do you pronounce L-O? Low. How do you pronounce L-O-W? 
Flow. How do you pronounce F-L-O-W? Flow. Well, guess what that thing in the garden really is? It's a flower. How do I know that to be true? Because as long as it's attached to the soil, what's happening? It's gaining sunlight, which enables it to live. It's gaining moisture, and it's gaining nutrition from the earth. It is flowing. If we could put a stethoscope next to the root or the, the, uh, the stem of that flower, we would be able to hear all the juices flowing inside of it. And that's the human being. If you ever had a chance to listen to your own heartbeat through a stethoscope or a uh, ultrasound, you can hear. I've had it done because of situations in my background because I was paralyzed and such. You can hear the blood. So we know that inside of us, it's very noisy because it's life. We are all flowers. So I thought you would like that, Darren, is the flower of life leadership. You want to pronounce a flower is because other people know it, but share with them this idea of flowing. So I'd like you to comment on the, to your, your thoughts on being a flower. There's a whole lot of flowing going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, as a, my background in Chinese medicine, but acupuncture states that pain whether it's physical pain or emotional pain or psychic pain is due to a lack of flow. It's a blockage in the natural, like the body always wants to be in a state of flowing. And what the ancient Taoist uh, masters who developed acupuncture thousands of years ago, they were able to perceive the interrelationship of the human being with the earth and with the cosmos as being one holographic interconnection. And they would see that, like, let's say the seven chakras in our body or the meridians, they exist in the earth, they exist in the universe. They're not. And so anytime that we are in some way blocking or shutting down or denying or restricting the flow of chi, of life, of love, of, you know, this free flowing energy that we are, it creates what's called pain. And I'm sure you must have some acronym for pain, right? You must have one for yes, pain. Yes, we, we do. We have some. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know your acronym for pain. I, you know, I have to do a quick, because it just okay. it escaped me for the moment, but keep going. because I... Okay, so anyway, um, but anyway, it causes what we call pain. And we may think, oh, the pain happened because I slammed my elbow or because I had a car accident. Yeah, those things have an effect, but pain is really people that have a more open, like flowing energy will heal much faster from something like that and tend to, if you get depressed, get over it more quickly. In other words, that's the, the flower of life, as you said, is part of that. Okay, one of just as you know, one of my acronyms for pain is pressure accumulating, inhibiting, nurturing. Whoa, okay. I knew you'd I knew you'd come up with one. Thank you. It, it, but it's just what you said. Pressure accumulating, inhibiting, nurturing. Perfect. And I love that. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, um, Actually, I've seen information from Europe that even forms of cancer could fit what you just said. When there's something in the body inhibiting the body's natural flows or nurturing, it can create tumors. I mean, this is a whole branch of, of medicine that I've studied too. So there's a lot to the wisdom to that. Yes, but that's why I wanted you to, to comment on it because it's, from my perspective as a light worker yes. uh, for myself, because 
you heard the beginning of the show, I was a quadriplegic for years, uh -huh. which means I couldn't move. Nothing in my body moved. Wow. I, <laughs> try as I might, my, for two years, my vision, my goal was to see myself sit up and put my feet over the side of the bed. That was it. Wow. I wasn't thinking about, well, I'm going to run a marathon, anything like that. Okay, good. Didn't even think about swimming. And I now swim two miles a day, six days a week. But I wasn't even thinking like that. I was thinking, I want to be able to sit up and put my feet over the side of the bed. It took two years. I did it. Now, it still takes me 10 minutes to get out of bed in the morning, but I can do it. Well, you're a miracle worker. Uh, yes, I am a miracle. And I'm a miracle worker. And I want to make people understand that what... Darren is sharing when he says that he's not doing it tongue in cheek and he's not kidding because the genius of the human being is that each one of us is a miracle worker. So I would share with you that one of my favorite um, acronyms, as we said in the beginning of the show, is SMILE, right? Which yeah. stands for seeing miracles in life every day. When you can see miracles in your life, by definition, you experience them. They're not outside of you. They're part of you. One of the things I love speaking with you and sharing with you and having you share with everybody listening is that you're, I believe, sharing with us and teaching us that every one of us can and is capable of living miraculously. Am I correct on that? Well, actually, we can't help but live miraculously. We might deny that we're having that, but if you're alive, you are living miraculously. The whole thing is to learn to enjoy it. So good. So remember, joy, journey of you. When yeah. you live in joy daily, no matter the circumstances, you do what Darren is just suggesting, not just suggesting, what he's telling us, which is true. <laughs> well, well, one thing is about, I want to say something about power, about personal power in terms of being miraculous, is that if you're, if, if you're feeling miserable or having a very difficult experience or you know, whatever it is, can, you should pat yourself to show how powerful you are because you're, you've been so powerful that you've been able to actually inhibit the entire power of the universe to actually feel that way. So in other words, it takes tremendous power to deny the flow of love and light and pure vibration through us. And, and so if you're powerful enough to feel miserable or in pain or whatever it is, then you certainly are powerful enough to, to have the joy that Barry's talking about. It just takes changing our mind. And I'm not saying that's easy, but it's doable. And being in a group of light workers greatly accelerates that that shift. That's what I've it, this is so wonderful because the, the word shift, the title, I published three books last year, Wonderful Darren. And one of them is The Joy of Living. You deserve it. The other is The Pocket Full of Acronyms, which is a great book. And they, my, my books are all available at no cost at barryshore.com forward slash ebook, which we share with everybody every week. And thank God people order them regularly. I mean, tens and tens of thousands of copies. And my latest book is called Oh Shift. And we use Scrabble tiles. We use Scrabble tiles for the for the uh, letters. So we have an O and an H, and then an S, H, I, and the F is just a little below the line, and then the T. 
because in four decades plus of working with people, I have found that 97.2% of all the people I begin to work with drop the F in shift and the other stuff happens. So you got to be effing careful with your F. So I truly, truly love what you said. If you have the power to feel tight and this and all that sort of stuff, congratulate yourself. <laughs> you, you just use all the power of the universe to do that. So if you could do it for the, what we'll call for one of a better term, the negative, by definition, you could do it for the positive. It's just a shift in perspective. Thank you, wonderful Darren. Hello. And, and, I, and I personally believe in being a fundamentalist in order to support that. That's putting the fun before demental. <laughs> okay, on that high note, uh, I'm even sorry to, to whisper these words to you, but our time together is coming to a close. I have three questions for you, a wonderful Darren. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. First question. Will you come back again? I'd be happy to, Barry. Thank you. Great. Okay. Number two question. You have only 80 seconds to answer this. Darren Starwin. What is your most fervent desire? Oh, thank you. My most fervent desire is to touch increasing numbers of light workers and help them awaken to who they are in the rest of my lifetime and to have a heck of a lot of fun in the process. Ah, as I said, he is a kind being. Keep inspiring noble deeds. And number three, may I give you a hug in front of 382,920 people around the world? Yes. Let me tell you what hug stands for. Ready? Okay. Heartfelt, unlimited giving. Heartfelt, unlimited giving. One, two, three. And again, remember, you're tuned in consciously and conscientiously to The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore, and our amazing guest, Darren Starwin. And we here speak about the three fundamentals of life, which will make you happier, healthier, and wealthier. Number one, life. Your life has purpose, and you live a purpose-driven life. Number two happens. You go mad. Mad is make a difference in the world. Number three is unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. And these are, of course, as you know, www, what a wonderful world. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day, as my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in, as Dara has been teaching us. Create the kind of world you want to live in, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. A little shift in perspective and utilize the six most important words you'll ever learn and practice, and they are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Use four-letter words, because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, love, life, hope, free, gift, play, pray, swim, and the four-letter F-U word, fun, F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, you see a family and friend, point your finger and have a smile on your face and a twinkle in your eye, and tell the world, F-U, capital N, capital N. Say, where'd you get that? I said, Barry Shore, he wants to teach the world to F-U. Capital N, Capital N said, well, what did you learn today? And you tell them about being a hog and a light worker and the flower of life model and all the good things that we yeah. discussed today. And so I'm, we're going to do, as we, we just did, a hug to the whole world, and we're going to give a blessing from Darren and Barry, and that is go forth. Live exuberantly. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love.
mad. Go make a difference. Say thank you three times a day to harmonize and nurture kindness. And we'll be right back. Don't go away, wonderful Darren. Okay. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking, so always looking for and finding the good. Welcome to Insider Tips on the Joy of Living podcast. We have something today for you that is going to shake your world for the good, because it's all about teaching kindness. Isn't that wonderful? And there's no better expositor and teacher for us to teach kindness than a dear, wonderful being. Her name is Lisbeth Chiriboga, and she's here to talk to us about teachkind.org, teachkind.org. And it relates to animals and humans and how we can literally raise up the consciousness on the planet by making sure that we're empathetic to all living beings. So with that wonderful, Elizabeth, let's just jump right in and talk to us about Teach Kind and that words, words actually matter. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Barry. So TeachKind is the Humane Education Division at PETA. And we're former classroom teachers like myself. I was a teacher in New York City for 12 years before coming to work at PETA. We work with schools, teachers, homeschoolers, parents around the U.S. and Canada to help them incorporate compassion for animals into student learning. And we're very excited to launch our new language guide called Words Matter, it's an educational resource to help young people think about animals as living beings versus inanimate objects. And it's a free resource that we develop for parents and educators that provides a fresh take on common phrases we use every day with a positive spin and lessons on why language matters. And we're encouraging parents and educators to use this guide to share these ideas with children in a very practical way. So I want to just make mention, I love the four-letter F word, free. free. <laughs> four-letter F word, free. It, she, as Elizabeth just told us, it's a free guide available to everybody. We're talking about every aspect of teaching oneself and one's children and any aspect that you can. Teachkind.org. I don't know how you got it because it should have been taken... 25 years ago, but it, what a great website, teachkind.org. So words do matter. Uh, how you address another human being is very important. How you even interact with living beings. I mean, that's what animals are. Animals are living beings. They may not be as sentient as humans, or maybe some are more, but that's another story. But we're talking about your words matter. When your words are kind and positive and purposeful and powerful and pleasant, it affects not just the animals and the other human being, it, it's beneficial for you. So let's talk about, give us some examples you'd be so kind, wonderful Elizabeth. Sure, so teaching children from a young age to use inclusive language and inclusive to all living beings, as you mentioned, is one step toward a feeling of empathy for everyone, including their peers. And it helps them grow into kind adults. So something as simple as calling an animal he, she, or they versus it is an easy way to instill the idea that animals are living beings with feelings and families and lives of their own, that there's someone, not something. So this guide includes fun, engaging tools for rethinking and reshaping our speech to reflect our key values like empathy and kindness for humans and all other animals. 
So let's uh, inform you and all of our listeners been listening to the, to the podcast, The Joy of Living, for many years now. Uh, we know we love acronyms, and an acronym for kind is Keep Inspiring Noble Deeds. And that's what you're doing. See, teaching kindness for everything, for living beings, for things, raises one's consciousness and enables people to be, in my humble opinion, happier, healthier, and wealthier in every aspect of wealth. So let's just use another uh, piece. Look for talk, again, urge everybody, everybody, you know, whether you're an educator or not. And if you aren't, you are. <laughs> you know that? Everybody's an educator. Go to teachkind.org. Teach kind.org. Uh, I would like to ask you, wonderful Elizabeth, you said it's a free guide. So give us an example, what a, um, let's say a teacher in a school and then a parent at home, what, what can they do with this guide? Well, the beautiful thing is it was created for both with both of them in mind. So Barry, you've probably heard the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Right. Well, maybe words don't cause literal physical harm, but they can definitely do immense damage in other ways. So words influence opinions and behaviors on conscious and subconscious levels. And this is especially true for impressionable children who are still learning how language works. So when we use expressions like kill two birds with one stone, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Don't beat a dead horse. And that list goes on and on. We're sending a message to children on a subconscious level that animals are expendable, they're undeserving of basic kindness or respect, and it really normalizes violence against them. So Teach Kind's new language guide focuses on some particular ways that society traditionally teaches children how to talk about animals that influences how they think and speak about animals for their entire lives without even realizing it. So, for example, we include a list of animal-friendly idioms to use instead, like feed two birds with one scone, and there's more than one way to peel a potato, and feed <laughs> fed horse. And we have an even longer list um, at teachkind.org slash idioms. So the beautiful thing about an idiom is that it stops you from being an idiot. If you use idioms correctly, you will not be an idiot. And again, I emphasize for everybody listening, if you're an educator in any aspect of life, and everybody is, everybody is an educator. You all, we're all teachers. When you teach others how to use words in a kind, caring, deliberate way, you're helping yourself. You're helping the planet. You're raising consciousness. So we only have a, another 38 seconds, wonderful Elizabeth. And I just want to say again, thank you for being here and sharing. Share, by the way, stands for spreading happiness and rejuvenating energy, which you're doing beautifully. In 38 seconds, can you give us some one piece that we can bring with us into the world? Yes. If we want to make our communities more compassionate for everyone, we can start with the next generation by just making simple adjustments to the language we use every day. The most important gift we can give our kids is to teach them kindness and empathy for others, regardless of species. Your words matter. So wonderful, Elizabeth, as we do on our show, we have, thank God, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of listeners all over the world, all over the world, and uh, tune into the Joy of Living podcast. We do a hug with our guests. So we're going to tell you, because hug is part of kindness. Hug stands for heartfelt, unlimited 
Thanksgiving. Are you ready, wonderful Elizabeth? Here we I go. On the count of three. One, two, three. I love it. Thank and Thank of course, you. you're listening to the Joy of Living Podcast. We urge everybody to go to teachkind.org. Teachkind.org. Go forth. Live exuberantly. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living Podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends too. See you on the next episode.